True. I did in my free time. So talk to me. <laughs> um, tell me about this uh, deleted scene that got released. I feel like this is kind of hmm. a weird thing to have, have to have had happen at this stage in the game. But maybe they're trying to like get some more publicity. Maybe they're trying to prolong. Uh, the I think that's exactly what it is. Interest and attention of the movie. Uh, the Batman Matt Reeves released. Um, deleted scene or images of did you watch it I, I, it's about six and a half minutes long it's a full I, scene. I just got it i got it like an hour before i was on my way over here but i saw the images i did go i did scroll yeah. and see the images and it, it is a more in-depth look well i guess they were screenshots of the trailer so i got to see that sure so i I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I watched it. And this isn't really spoiling anything. So I'll, I will go ahead and kind of describe the scene. Well, it's been out, what, four weeks now? Three no, weeks? What, are you ta- what scene are you talking about? The movie? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Joker thing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I mean, I guess But that, not. okay, got you. Yeah. All right, great, perfect. Okay, so anyway. Um, <laughs> there is a six and a half minute, six, six yeah. and a half minute interaction with Batman and the Joker. And it reveals that obviously Batman has a relationship with the Joker. Right. He has already put him away or uh, is familiar with who he is th- as a character, right? Right. And Batman is seeking his advice in order to try to catch the Riddler. So huh. he's bringing, this is a very Silence of the Lambs kind of interaction where he brings, I mean, it's a it's a, almost a direct copy of that interaction. Like he brings this uh, f- file folder, photos, evidence, all this kind of stuff. And there is, he basically slides it through uh, the glass door kind of over to him. Um, and the Joker has a moment where he kind of goes through all the content and huh. reveals what he thinks of the Riddler and also what he thinks of the Batman in the same interaction. So you get a very clear picture of who the Joker is way more so than what you got in I wonder why that was the cut. original cut of the Batman. I mean, you see his face, you see his hair, you, he get, looks you get a complete yeah. understanding visually of what the Joker is going to look like moving forward. And so, yeah, it was, I thought it was a very interesting, uh, you know, release to make. I, like I said, the only reason I th- could imagine they would have done it is because they are trying to continue um, maybe the Probably, hype. Like, yeah, yeah, the hype around it, more press. Yeah, I know that Batman has not been doing as well in China as they thought it would. They had hopes for better numbers Aren't there. Are they so. like on another lockdown or some shit? They are going through some of that, yeah. yeah so so that it could be related to that or it could just be the style of Yeah, they, the they censor a lot of... Yes, they do censor quite a bit. And I think even like artistically speaking, they tend to not like things that are as with blood and dark stuff. and grimy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a very like gritty version of the Batman. They would, I think tend to lean more towards the to speak Christopher to, Nolan version yeah, or a more superhero style edit things. And we were talking about video games before we got on air. Yeah. And like, there's a game that I, a mobile game that I play in like in China, there's a version of ghost rider in the game. And he has like, he looks like the devil with like horns and like that avatar of the character just has a black box on his head in the Chinese version. Interesting. <laughs> so like they they get like super like about super in depth about what they allow their people to consume and what they yeah. do. But um back to uh the Joker. 
Uh, I didn't watch it, but I, I will. I did see the images. I literally got it as I was in motion to get here. Um, he looks... Okay, I'm, uh, I'm going to start over. I don't like when... And this has become a thing as about 10 years ago with the sharing community. Now, directors and screenwriters come out after the movie and share intimate details, deleted scenes about the, the production and, oh, this is what I meant and this was yeah. my inspiration for the character. And I don't know if I like that. Um, Matt Reeves gave us kind of an origin about the Joker, uh, I think like a week after the film came out, saying, you know, my Joker, this is why he looks, I don't want to spoil it. I guess I, I guess I can spoil it, right? I think it's something like Yeah. Now. He said, this is my, my version of the Joker that you see at the end of the Batman uh, has a birth defect, which has essentially caused him to go insane because it, it basically, as he gets older, it distorts his image, mm. right? And he's basically become this maniacal serial killer. Yeah. And he has had a relationship with Batman, which is why he knows he knows how the Riddler was put into Arkham. That's why they kind of connect at the end of the movie. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I like knowing that information. Like, I kind of like being, like, we're 80s babies, right? We come from the era of... You know, you consume it and like, that's it. You're just kind of open for your interpretation. But, um, and the, the phrase I hate, hate saying as a comic book fan, the Joker has so many uh, ambiguous origins that you don't really know. Mm-hmm. And which is why I, I hold Heath Ledger's version of the Joker so, so top tier. Uh, because in, even in the movie, he he, he carries that theme like, forward. You know how I got these scars, and every time it's a different time. So you don't really know, you know how or what or where he came from. Mm-hmm. So for Matt Reeves to come out and say, "Yeah, it's it's a birth defect," you know that just made him a serial killer. I'm just kind of like, "Yeah, you kind of took away the mystique of it." Yeah, I think everybody probably feels like they have to put their own stamp on those characters at this point in a way that differentiates yeah. it very clearly. And I understand from it. I just don't like versions. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think also the continuation of just the hype and publicity is such a thing these days. Yeah. And for Matt Reeves, it's probably job security to a certain extent, right? Because <laughs> yeah. if yeah. he continues to build the hype and build the drama around the Batman, it kind of ensures his spinoff TV shows oh, of course. and his movies yeah, yeah, yeah. and the universe that he's working to build. So... I kind of get it. He's I, building I feel a like thing. I understand like he has it. to, yeah. I feel like I understand it to an, to an extent. But I thought the Joker, uh, ex- exceptionally dark-looking uh, Yeah, very, uh, very graphic. Disfigured, yes. very... And it makes sense, I guess, if you're going to go... Because Joaquin's Phoenix Joker, which was a good movie. I don't, I don't feel like it was the Joker, but it, it, I guess it, it was a good movie. And I, I say this all the time, it... it you could have named that movie anything and it could have still had the same premise and been sure. um, the, this, this movie. Uh, so, I, I, you know, that's a one-off, which was, you know, it was, it was, I, I sat through it. Did I, I didn't watch it again, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, with this one, again, man, I, I do like and I do appreciate 
different adaptations. I'm, I, and I guess this brings me to my question for you. Do you, do you have Joker fatigue? As far as, am I nervous? What the, what, what, am I fatigued about what they're going to do about the character? No, or do you, do you think, think I've seen him too much? Too much. Do you, have you seen him too much? Mm, I'm going to say no. Okay. I don't think so. I think the Joker is such a uh, important character in the Batman universe. It really feels like a missing piece if he's not a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like other characters need to be brought up a bit like the volume on their roles needs to be cranked up and I think that the Joker needs to be a constant presence Um, I'm always you don't know if he needs to be the main guy I'm always kind of yeah I mean I'm kind of always looking for him or expecting his he is the yin to the yang of Batman so yeah yeah so and I so I miss having him out there like I would rather have a movie about Mr. Freezer other characters and have the Joker be supplemental to that Right. Um, or have, have, you know, elements to the story. Like we kind of had the penguin in the Batman. Like right. I would like to see Joker hop in and out of some roles like that, perhaps, um, before he maybe takes center stage if, if ever. Um, Do but you, no, I don't think I'm fatigued by it. I think, um, you made an interesting point and, uh, I guess you'll have to tune in next week to see if I watch the trailer, but, uh, you made an interesting point in, in, in comparison that he, uh, Hannibal Lecter style, Silence of the Lambs, uh, has this kind of um, relationship with the Joker. Uh, and, you know, of course, Matt Reese told us that they had this, he, he has already encountered the Joker by the time we see him in year two. Yeah. If this is the theme of the Joker's presence, I'm not upset about that, right? Because now it creates that kind of uh, sadistical, intimate relationship that the Joker always talks about <coughs> with Batman, right? He always yeah. talks about like, we are one and the same and you need me. And if this is showing that Batman is in a place where he knows that the Joker can assist him, it creates a a, uh, a lore within them and a kind of symbiotic relationship with the Joker about like, I know he needs me and maybe he gets off on the Batman coming to, uh, to, to seek his advice. So you're wondering if maybe his role will be that of Hannibal Lecter. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would appreciate Where he's that. He's kind of dynamic. always in yeah. jail as a. And, you know, maybe, you know, for him. one or two movies down the line, he escapes. Sure. And then now, now we get, you know, the Joker, you know, creating hysteria for Batman. Yeah. But yeah, man, if, if that's a theme, I wouldn't mind that. It could be, especially because they didn't really land on a super well known actor for right. the Joker. Who is I had the name. I can't even recall his name. I'm not sure I've seen him in anything else. I probably have, but I think if you have like a star or like you really attach it to a big big name, yeah, you kind of set the precedent that like they're going to be the Joker. Ex- yeah, yeah, extremely yeah, yeah. pivotal at some point moving forward. Now, I think the fact that they did release this scene does kind of solidify that this actor will be the joker coming going but forward, yeah. it's not like they made a major reveal at the end of it and it's like oh my gosh like 
so-and-so is going to be the Joker right. in the next movie. Um, so I think they have some, some leeway. I think they can play with it. I would imagine that they drop the Joker into the, into the universe in a full capacity pretty soon, if yeah. not in the next movie. Uh, I saw some rumors about Mr. Freeze, which would be uh, an uh, interesting take on a, a grounded Mr. Freeze. Because I think the only um, two iterations people have seen of Mr. Freeze is uh, the cartoon, the animated series, mm-hmm. which was a great, uh, great story. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was totally uh, animated and big and decorated. Yeah. So to kind of ground it, um, I don't know how, you know, maybe he's like killing people with like liquid nitrogen, like freezing. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see yeah. what they wind up doing. Clearly, Matt Reeves is leaning like all in to the serial yeah. killer vibe. Like that's his... Yeah. That's his whole aesthetic at this point. It, I was having a conversation with a friend over the weekend and we were um, reminiscing on the fact that we thought that this is essentially seven. Yeah, yeah, with, you told me that. With yeah. Batman in it. Yeah. I can't remember if I said that a few episodes ago or not. I but think, yeah. It feels very much like you're watching it could have this been. Yeah. deleted <laughs> scene solidifies that 100%. Okay. It's that like, it's that dark and it's that like, it's that kind of like twisted and weird that yeah. it feels like you're watching seven, but just with Batman with in it. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. This has so. become bad guys and Batman. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move off of it. Um, <laughs> did you watch anything good over the last couple of days? I watched a few movies, but I got in my, um, HBO max bag heavy. Uh, I started watching, a f- uh, Winning Time, which is interesting. It is John C. Riley as Dr. Buss, mm-hmm. the owner of the Lakers. Yep. And it basically uh, satires the, the beginning of the Lakers. And, you know, John C. Riley is, uh, if you don't know, he's Will Ferrell's go-to guy. Uh, he played opposite of him in Step Brothers. Uh, so it's got a heavy comedic, dark comedic um, tone to it, but it 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 portrays all of the characters in it in a very shines a light on them in a very interesting way. Mm. Yeah, so I, you so don't even have a, to be. A, is it a comedy or is yeah, it it's, just? It's kind of a comedy and kind of not. You know, HBO like does a dark it, comedy. Yeah, like a dark, not as comedic and slapstick as like Righteous Gemstones, but it's still on par with like uh, being an exaggerated version of these people. Mm. Um, still very good though. I w- even if you're not a basketball fan, uh, I would check it out. I would check it out. Um, what else did I see? I saw some stuff and I can't, I can't recall. And that's what this show is about. Um, you go. It'll come to me. Uh, so I watched Nightmare Alley. Okay. Have you seen that? I have not. You have not? Okay. Let me start drinking. So I watched that one. Um, that's the new Guillermo del Toro film. 
Set came out a couple months ago, like in the theater, but it was on, and then came out on streaming and then was released on like iTunes the other day. So, okay. Um, and then I watched the new Jackass. Did you watch that? No. It's on Paramount Plus. I will. I will. <laughs> I will do something I can't say online and watch it. <laughs> and then I will watch it. It's a, um, it's great. It's fantastic. Um, oh, the Adam Project. That's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I've um, not seen that yet. I'll say this. I won't spoil it for you if you guys. It's 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 worth a watch. Yeah. You and M ain't not doing anything on you know Friday Saturday night. Just want to catch something. It's a good watch. Me and Chanel watched it. Um, I'll say this about Ryan Reynolds. He's giving me. He's at the point in his career. He doesn't have to have range anymore. And it's literally just him in the same role yeah. over and over yeah. and over, just doing something different. And I appreciate that, but essentially it's just like watching Deadpool out of the costume do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, uh, it's kind of the same comedic element like um, Free Guy. Did you watch Free Guy? Nope. Uh, you, you'd like Free Guy. Yeah, everybody was kind of hyped yeah, up on that. Like, I didn't, the concept didn't interest me so much. I, I, I kind of like let it play in the background a couple times and then came back to it. Yeah. But it had the, um, a lot of nostalgia inside of the movie um, because it's based around a video game. So it had a lot of video game elements like Ready Player One. Yeah. Inside of the, uh, like going through. So like that was cool. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to get you caught up on some things. I, I watched some shit, too, man, and I'm like, I got. I like- continued with HBO stuff. Um, Our flag news ah. stuff. That show. I kind of. I continued with that. That's been fine. I uh, started. There's a new series from the guys that do. Ninety Day Fiance. What's it called? Um, Is it Love After Lockup? No, it's oh, not okay. love after a lockup. Oh, you know, it's I, that oh my god, what is it called? Um, I was off the grid. Love off the grid. What's that? Okay, so the concept is you have one person that is living off of the grid, like way out in the wilderness. Oh, and I gotta watch no this. No running water, and okay. they live in you know a sh- like a, a, sh- a shack, like a shanty, mm-hmm. and it's you know low key living, like they're pooping in the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's dark. Um, And they (laughs) find love, I suppose, and then somebody from the city decides that they're going to move out there and live with them. That's the concept. So the show kind of follows that story. It's on TLC? Discovery Plus. Okay. Yeah, they're right. They're kind of the same. It could be on TLC, but Discovery Plus is where I've been watching it. It's um, It's not as gassed up as 90 days is now that's kind yeah. of like uh that's that's kind of off the rails 90 days is like 90 days it just turned into like it's a chaos yeah this is much more like not there yet okay this is like very honed in like i've not seen anybody do anything super crazy yet i'm like right. four or five episodes in it seems pretty tame you know don't live out in the woods but other than that it seems pretty pretty restrained but yeah no it was um Jackass was last night. And the, it's the whole crew besides um, Bam. 
So, Bam is the not one that passed, so right? much, and I think this is a. I think this is the guys are getting older, and yeah. I think there's fewer fewer like 50, of them bro. willing to do the stunts at this stage in the game. So my only criticism of the of the newest Jackass is that it feels like there's only two or three core guys that are kind of back. That, Knox, Knoxville. Yep. Steve he's o. there. Steve O. Steve O's like clean. And Pontius like, is there. Yeah. Like there's a couple, like there are some of the guys from the original crew, but it's not as many and they're not. Is it Wee Man? Wee Man back? Wee Man's there. All right. Yep. Um, but they brought in a lot of new characters, a lot of new people that are just like younger. Younger guys younger that can do the dumb shit. That I think yeah. can do some of like the really aggressive stuff. Okay. And so it feels like. Jackass, for the first time, it kind of felt like it was winding down to me. Oh, you know what I mean? This is their, this is their it's outro. Still, it's still great. It's yeah. still really good. I don't know where I would put it like on the scale of all the Jackass movies, but you do, and they are definitely old. Like, you, you yeah, can tell. So, like Steve-O's got new teeth and shit. Yeah. He's clean. It's, like, most of the group is, like, kind of new people, or so that's how it seems or how it, you know, how it looks. And it just feels like the pranks are all great. A lot of hilarious moments. Yeah. Still some really, really good stuff. Definitely worth a watch. Okay. Um, but that was, I was just sad. It makes me feel old. And then yeah. I feel sad that I'm like, oh, a lot of these guys are missing. And then in the very end, they always do this. But during the trailer, or like during the credits, rather, they always play like really old footage. Like classic stuff. Classic yeah, stuff yeah. of all of them. And then you see all these guys from back in the day and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many that yeah, are missing now. Grade school watching yeah. these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bummer to see a lot, like to, to have to see that so many are missing. Yeah. You know? Shout out to them, man. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. This is like the highlight of my week. And then I get here. And I have like a brain fart about everything that I watched because I just was like anticipating getting in front of the mic. <laughs> but um, it's all good, man. I did watch something interesting. Um, Bad Vegan. Okay, so I saw I read some reviews of that today. My God, that's Netflix. Nuts. And there is also this interesting. Um, I guess it's not really a conspiracy theory, but. Apparently, like there's all like there's a genre now of of like documentaries mm -hmm. where it's kind of like mm -hmm. revealing like cheaters and scandal or in yeah. the social media space or yeah. in their pocket. Like there's a lot the, of the Tinder swindler. Yeah, like there's a whole like that's a whole new yeah. genre of like shows now, and like Netflix is just cranking them out. I Apparently, just there's a lot of that stuff going on. It's like catfish, but like yeah. for adults. You'd enjoy Bad Vegan because how it starts and then how it ends is just like, yo, like nobody can be this stupid for one. But it's also like you're just why like I don't I don't know if this is I don't know if I've met anyone that this is actually can be this can happen to. Mm. You know, like I feel that about all of the shows though that I've watched. I thought that about the Tinder swindler thing yeah. too. I mean, I remember watching that and thinking even, I mean, having, I watched it with Emily and she was sitting next to me and she was just like, this would, this is not possible. But it, then it is, it, it fucking is. Yeah. Like how, how do you get, first of all, I consider myself a good person. You guys can argue that or not. 
that I'm not, but I feel like I am. You would think I am, I guess. I, I don't think you would be sitting here with me if I wasn't a good person. But I don't think I could ever in my life manipulate someone to that point where I'm getting hundreds of thousands of dollars from people. Yeah. And just, yeah, you know, just whatever. Just parading around in my life. but it, And it's all fraudulent. Oh, yeah. They're just... Yo, it's crazy. But at the same time, like, he really doesn't do very much time. No. He doesn't really get in trouble the for the most part. Bad vegan chick. I think I mean, she did like a year. kind of gets like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And all of the chaos that he kind of created is just, it seems, like, I don't know if there's any restitution. There's no, they never said that there was any type of restitution. So I feel like he kind of gets away with it at the end of it. It's for the nuts. most part. He gets yeah. away with it. And it's, I guess it's like those people have to file charges. I like, I don't know, like. And he's doing it again. <laughs> yeah, he's still They like it. follow him around after the fact and he's like doing it again. He was on a couple of like talk shows after the Yo, thing came out. My enemies. He, <laughs> my enemies. My enemies, dude. <laughs> it's just crazy to think that people just live their lives like this. It's wild that somebody came up with a scheme like that. You know what? And then actually followed through with it. It takes so much work, dedication, time, energy to dedication. do that. And not to defend him, but he wasn't the only one doing it. No. There were other people that were complicit in his it's operation. In his, yeah. And they kind of get off scot free too. He had the bodyguard, he had the, uh, the mother of they're, his child. They're a ring. Like, there they're, are other yeah, people that are, that are helping to scammers. carry this story forward. And none of them get time or anything. No. Fucking scammers. Yeah, that one the one uh woman who was like his kid's wife or whatever was pushing the whole message. And she knew because she had gone through the whole thing already herself. So then she kind of turned around and was doing it to it's nuts. Everybody else. Which is, yeah, it's absolutely wild to think what people will do to each other. And I feel like we're just, it's the tip of the iceberg at this stage in the game. With social media and how the world is and like the direction that it's going, I feel like it's just going to get so much worse. That's funny because I think as social media has been out for like a decade now. Well, longer than that. Well, yeah, the share community has been out for longer than that. And the fact that people are still susceptible to just being bamboozled and catfished and and manipulated to just do the most outlandish things without doing any type of research, like flying across the country to meet someone you've never met or even done a simple Google search. You're just reliant on not even blue text bubbles, green text bubbles. Yeah, but I think some of these, I mean, to, in their defense, I think some of them did do some research on him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he still was able to get away with it. He's still able to pull it off. Bananas. Yeah, I mean, I think people are really willing to look the other way on things when they feel like, when they over romanticize the opportunity or yeah. whatever the moment is like there's just if that was not an attractive guy for example 
True. Or True. something, right? Yeah. Like you, or if it wasn't like all these fanciful things that he was doing, if it was just a regular guy, you wouldn't be forking over that type of cash. And I don't think. I mean, I, it's hard to believe. Like, I feel like people romanticize the storyline. They fall into so the mystique of it, and that's kind of what happened with the, the bad vegan chick. She fell kind of allure to his persona. Yeah, like these things, the, he has, oh, he has 50,000 followers, so he can't be a fraud. Like, mm-hmm. girl, he can buy these followers. Like, come on now. Yes, like, he got true. like two retweets from uh, Alec Baldwin. And uh, like, for you, this is a sign from the gods. The, the height of fame. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? The retweets from Alec Baldwin. It's just, it's nuts, man. You've made it. Yeah, just bananas. Um, what else have I been watching, man? Uh, it's been a busy week. Um, ah, man. Well, you're going to have to check out Nightmare Alley. I'm going to recommend that Okay, one. yeah, um, I'll try. You'll have to give that a watch. That is also streaming. I think that's on, what is that, HBO? That's on, it's on HBO, I believe. You can watch it there. Okay. Um, so that we can kind of dive into that a little bit. Got it. That had a kind of a, a mixed reception, a split reception was from the, audiences and critics alike. So we can like. dive into that. All right. I'll check it out. That'd be good. What's um what's on your news radar? You see um, the, the a lot of a lot of Avatar two news. Oh yeah. Up. That they was, really uh, just is this this is going to become the year of Avatar two, not just because it's getting released this year, but they're con- they're constantly talking about it, I think, now. So they're saying that the trailer or the first teaser for it rather is going to release uh, at the beginning of Doctor Strange, which makes sense to me. I mean, they got to put the teaser out at some point. The teaser is not even the trailer and it comes out in December. So they gotta start hyping the movie up at some point. It'll be uh, all the summer block blockbusters. They'll start kind of like yeah. I would think squeezing that it in Avatar's got to start dropping in front of some of these. Yeah, I think Doctor Strange is like the first um, first summer uh, first summer blockbuster movie pre summer. Yeah, uh, yeah. That is uh, Morbius is uh, Friday. Oh uh, yeah, I read the so the critic. Everybody reviews, seems to think that that's terrible, and they're trashing it. Yeah, everyone thought that it was going to potentially it's be good. It's what I said. It's not going to be good. It's, it's, I had a conversation about Jared Leto. And I like, I like Jared Leto. I'm not sure but that I do. So go on. With that, I, I think I like him, but he doesn't have any bangers. I feel like he tries too hard. Yeah, he doesn't have like that movie where I'm like, you got if you like Jared Leto, you got to watch this. I think he needs to he needs to like stop making movies for like five years and then come back with some like indies. Okay, and like reestablish himself. I think he needs to disappear for a little bit. And he refuses to cut the hair because he just has had nothing but kind of weird movies back to back to back. And they keep giving him big roles. I'm not really sure why. I think people like like I have not. Outside of you, I'll take this back. Um, outside <laughs> of you, I really don't feel like many people have been like, oh, yeah, Jared Leto, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> You're the only one that was like, I like Jared Leto. I do like Jared Leto. I just don't. 
just every time I see him, I'm disappointed. Find you know me a mean? room of like 20 people. I that I like Jared 19 of them will all be like Jared who? He was, um, was it True Detective? No, it was the movie with um, Chairs, The Little stuff. Things, which was a, a pandemic. It was the oh. first pandemic HBO Max uh, movie with um, Denzel, um, Malik. Yeah, I remember that coming out. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be very good. I never watched it. You can tell me otherwise. Yo, it was basically True Detective, but with a very, it was also like a neo-noir detective type of film, seven-esque. Yeah. But shallow. It was very shallow. Yeah. A lot of the, I feel like a lot of those uh, Warner HBO releases were kind of. Yeah. It was like I just watched it and I was like, all right, like, okay. And then Jared Leto just kind of played like, you know, the Oscars were coming up mm-hmm. and they were like, Jared Leto and the little things. And I was just like, bruh, like it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the disappointment I get. Like every time I'm hyped up, they get, they get you hype about Jared Leto flick and you see him in it. It's just like, uh, what was the other one? Tron? I was just like, eh. See, now I liked <laughs> Tron quite a bit. I was a big fan of that. And Yeah, I like Tron. I would love to see more Tron. Interestingly enough, they were talking about that this week. In the, the, news. The, the third one? Yeah. Yeah. I saw the news about that. I feel like it's too late. Actually, it was surrounding Jared Leto. And it was like, he's going to return for Tron. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool, but I wasn't blown He'll away. He'll return for anything. Yo, he's He'll about a check, bro. Yeah. He will come back for, for a check. Um... You said True Detective. There's news about that you had mentioned. Uh, I sent you that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get in depth into it, but uh, that I guess that's a double negative. I didn't get in depth into it, but um, uh, apparently they're gonna bring it back for another series, which is shocking to me because the last one with um, Mahashala Ali was very weird. And I get the the tone and the the dynamic of it. They're trying to tell a story over multiple timelines. It's it's tired. It gets. We did an we did an in depth episode on yeah. True Detective season three, and it was I thought by and large it was a miss. It was very much. A, an exceptionally yeah. slow burn for a very limited payoff. The really the only biggest revelation was that they had tied it into the original series. Um, yeah. Into the original, into the first the season. The first season, yeah. And really only in the way that like they were in an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like they were mentioned in it, but it wasn't like a big revelation or anything like nah, that. It didn't so, contribute to the story or push it forward anyway. And I, I mean, I would think if that's something you're trying to do is build a, a universe around pairing detectives around these whole stories. There needs to be a bigger payoff, a bigger uh, crime to solve. And it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, that killer back in 98, what about him? Ha ha. And then they move forward with the story. Like, like that was it. That was, that was the, the, the tie in. Like, yeah, the brand value there. I feel like it's just, it's eroded at this stage in the game, but who knows? I, you know, I hate bashing actors I like, but they get big names and they give them extremely 
pleasing aesthetics with very shallow stories. It wasn't a good script or a yeah, story. No. It wasn't. And the second season wasn't particularly strong either. No. The first no. season was like up here, and then the other ones were like... Mm -hmm. Well, Matthew yeah. McConaughey, I'll watch him in anything. Yeah. He's another guy. They really failed to like recreate the chemistry of the first season in any way, shape, or form in the second or third. Like they got good actors and actresses, but mm. at, at no point did the chemistry ever even I totally forgot about season two. Match. I don't like, even remember what happened in season two. There was uh the chick. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, season yeah, two like, was, was really complicated. Yeah, it was complicated. And and there was that one like scene where like there was like all like the politicians and like powerful people, and there was like that big party, and that was kind of like the big set piece of season two, and they like all broke into it or whatever. I, it was not. It was not great. It just the value of that franchise just goes down and down, and I think the selling point of whoever owns that franchise. Is like yeah, people watched it. Well, I think HBO is looking to just make anything at this point. They they got so they much are just money. they're just gonna make yeah. every TV show that they can possibly get their hands on, and anything that has any brand value, they're gonna revive. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, speaking of revives, I watched the first episode of um, Bel Air. Um, how was that? Um, okay. I think we're in the, first of all, I want to be freed of the shackles of the reboot. Like, let's just leave, if things were great, let's just leave it as is. Like, I don't, I don't know if I want new interpretation. Like, if it, like. Dude, they're going to keep rebooting things. I'm locked into the fucking reboot. They're never and I just want to be set free. They're never going to stop because it's automatically like a, there is a built in yeah. fan base already. They don't have to do it's so much more there's so much more work in developing a new fan base than there is in just Which is tough because now you're talking about generational pieces, yeah. right? And uh, this happened with Coming to America. It Coming to America Two, which was a complete shit show. I appreciate what it did and you know, giving people work and sure. bringing back the original cast, but the, the movie was trash. Uh and then there's this Bel Air reboot, which, <sighs> again, man, like you know, I you know I root for black shit. I want people to win, but I, it was very cringy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was just, uh, it had points in it where I just kind of was like watching a car crash. You know, and you're like, I know somebody's hurt in there, and yeah. then they get out, and you're like. They're not hurt, but you're still watching it like, yo, what is going on? Yeah. You know, like, it's just crazy. Um, so you're familiar with Fresh Prince, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, Will has rebooted Fresh Prince on Peacock as a dramatic uh, adapt adaptation of the Fresh Prince. Uh, and it takes a, a more serious tone um, with, like, guns and, like, Drug dealers. Interesting. From, and Col Colton's got like a coke habit. Like it's it's like oh, great. Perfect. Yeah, like hardcore. Like it's a hardcore 
uh, <laughs> dramatization of like a classic comedy. And Damn. it's like, yo, I don't know who asked for this. And, and I get it. You know, you're, you're trying to, you know, keep your franchise alive and give it, you know, new legs. But we're talking about something that happened like, when was the last one? In like 96? Dude, <laughs> I have no idea. You're so missing, long. yeah. So you've got a whole generational gap. And I, I guess what you're trying to uh, uh, play to the appeal of is like our age group. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're kind of missing the pulse of that culture. Mm. It's, it's very, it's very cringy. That's the only word I can, I can come up with. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. And I, apparently like this, uh, the guy in it like made like a freelance trailer and then of like a, like it's of his own creation. And then Will kind of like jumped in like, yeah, this would be a dope idea. Got it picked up on Peacock and like funded it. And now, you know, it's, it's got all the original players from the show, and they're just the total inverse of who they were in the original. Yeah. Like, Uncle Phil's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, bro. It's weird. Yeah, Cobra Kai probably uh, is the Another one. He's yeah, probably yeah. to blame one, for a yo. lot of that. Yeah, I feel man. like the success of that show has been... I watched the first season of that. I get sucked in. It's the nostalgia in me. Yes, does any do you not think though when you watch Cobra Kai, do you not think that this is terrible? Yeah, it's the whole time. The it's whole time. So bad. Yo, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm but like, why does everyone love it? The nostalgia piece, man. But they, what they can't escape Ralph Macchio. They love him. They love him. They love Ralph. Dude. And the and the crane kick. I've been. I I think I'm on like season two, maybe season. Three. They're playing mind games with us. I keep thinking it's gonna get better because I keep not, no. I keep reading all these reviews and everyone's like raving about this show. No, it's and it's like so bad. Terrible. But everybody's watching it, and everyone loves it. Let's, all right, let's talk about something I liked so that I did watch. Uh, I went back. What was this? Not last show. But the show before that, you told me to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. I, your lights just cut on? They just do that? Yeah, well, they are. Like, As I talk about ghosts, your fucking lights. <laughs> they come and go, you know? Uh, yeah, so. Um, so, I went back and I, um, I put on Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I was completely in it. Like I was like, yeah, I'm 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 here for this. Um, I, I I'm gonna like spoil it now. Um, essentially, it kind of gives us the Stranger Things treatment mm-hmm. with the children kind of going on the 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 journey of uncovering the mystery behind um, what the plot is and. I thought it was flushed out really well, especially, and it was it was another thing that played on the the heartstrings of nostalgia, but it was a good payoff. Um, we got all four Ghostbusters, even in the death death of um, Egon Spangler. Um, I forget the young lady's name that played his granddaughter was 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 really dope. 
Paul Rudd is amazing in anything he does. I always find it interesting that he doesn't do more. Did you watch his his um, show about him being a clone on Netflix? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was, yeah. And then we haven't gotten a season two. That oh was like as soon as the pandemic happened. And then that was it. That was like three years ago. What a weird. Right. That is blowing my mind right now. Yeah. I totally forgot about that show. Yeah, it was on the, it was like Ant-Man 2 had came out and then yep. the show came out. Yep. And everyone was on a Paul Rudd high. Yep. And then the pandemic hit and then he just went under radar. Yes. And um but that was such a dope concept, such a dope show. And it was just It must have gotten canceled. Had to have. There would be another one by now. It's Netflix. They they produce anything. Yeah, Netflix and uh, HBO. They cancel a lot, though. Yeah. They, Netflix makes a lot of stuff, but they cancel a lot of stuff. Man. There's a lot of shows on Netflix that only ever got one season. You never saw them again. That one I was anticipating. But. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's weird. Damn. Were you a um, a Barry fan? Never watched Barry. I know. I gotta watch Barry. People have talked about it a lot. It was a. It was one of those um, sleeper shows mm-hmm. where, like, you watch it and then you're in it. Like, yo, this is good, and it just keeps going. And it had the first two seasons, and then kind of left you with a cliffhanger. I thought the plot was was very interesting. It's about a, a hitman. Who goes to California to do a job, and in the in the inner workings of him doing the job, he ends up following the uh, person he's supposed to do. I think he's supposed to do the hit on, and stumbles into an acting class, mm. and he ends up becoming like this incredible Broadway actor, but he still has to like do hits along the way and. He gets, he gets in deep, and he has to cover up his his tracks and all that shit. And it's, uh, I'm highly anticipating season three. Yeah, I gotta go back and do the recaps. So I remember exactly what happened, but Barry is a uh, it's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out. A lot of stuff coming. Um, and the boys, boys is season three. That's coming too. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. <laughs> I've also had that recommended to me a bunch of times. Yeah, this is, you'd like it, man. This is the issue. It's brutal. With our world nowadays. There's too much stuff to watch. There is too much, and you got to find like a a sweet spot for like how you consume. Yeah, it's tough because at the end of the day, it's easy to consume nonsense like 90 Day Fiance rather than to get into something that's like super deep. Well, this is interesting. I've been trying to get better at it, though. I've been trying to like be more diligent. I've watched some good movies this week, I feel like. What's your um, What's your consumption tactic? Like how do you like take in some stuff and then uh, uh, versus like other stuff? Uh, I... Pay a lot of attention to reviews. Okay. I read a lot of reviews, and that generally dictates what I'm going to be watching next. And I 
uh, like I said, if it's not a Netflix show, I generally will wait a few episodes before I get into it. I like yeah. to be able to binge the front half. Most seasons, I think, are really slow these days, at least on the front half. Like, the pickup is always just takes forever. Right. Um, and, yeah, I, you know, reviews mainly, mostly. Okay. Um, for me, there's, like, stuff I'm into. And then there's stuff I watch in bed with my wife. Like, we'll just, like, a Friday night, we're like, all right, this is out. We're going to watch this. All right. And then, like, the softer stuff we'll watch on Saturday mornings. Like, we'll just let play in the background. And then, like, if it's interesting, we'll, like, catch it again. And then, like, I don't really watch shows like I know a lot of people, especially in the work from home a stratosphere, like watch stuff while they're working. So me, I, I do a lot of YouTube while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, YouTube's big for me. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about while YouTube. I'm working specifically. Yeah. I only watch it outside of that. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's literally like while I'm working. My wife is a big like TV on mm. while she's working. Emily is that way. She has TV on all the time, constantly. She's watching Housewives <laughs> indefinitely. She was just getting through Euphoria. That was like her thing recently. She's been crushing that out, and she finished it. Not a big payoff. She's very me. into it. I've not watched... We talked about Euphoria a few weeks ago. Um, I'm not... I've, I've caught more episodes now, for sure. I've watched watched a good amount of it. Um not enough to tell you like what all is happening throughout both seasons. I did not catch the last few episodes of season two, yeah. but it was, um, I don't know, man. It's a dark show. It's a bummer most of the time. I told Emily, I was like, I, it's, it's a weird mix. Cause so, when I'm watching it, sometimes I'm like, damn, I really want to throw a house party and just get like super aggressive. Yeah. It has some high points. I want to fight some people all of a sudden. And then other times you're just like, damn, this is so dark and so sad. Yeah. Like I don't, this is a bummer. And it has the know. high point. And then in every high point, it interjects something very dark and low. Yeah. Like, like you say, like the house party. And then, kid gets busted over the head with a bottle like yeah bro it's i don't yeah you kind of like remember house parties and you're like oh yeah like this was this is a good time this is fun and then things take a a real quick turn (laughs) and you're like hold on (laughs) i got a yeah like i I don't know now i feel guilty for wanting to do that (laughs) i feel guilty for wanting to party yeah it's kind of a reminder like don't party you'll get you'll get busted in the head with a tequila bottle yeah it's or you'll uh, do heroin in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. Don't do I, heroin in the bathroom. I think that isn't that Drake's show. It is right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I, because I was talking to Emily about that, and she was like, "Well, it's like a, it's like a nude Degrassi." It, yeah. I said it's like our first show. I was like, "It's no." I said it was Saved by the Bell. Yes. On heroin, <laughs> but it's essentially he's taking that Degrassi form factor. Yeah. And giving it legs on HBO because Degrassi was 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 kind of heavy too you know his character got shot yep um and I think he just was like more 
more. Just do di- more. dial yeah. it up. Yeah, dial it up. Make it worse. Like, let's actually show people shooting heroin. Let's make it worse. That are 17. Like, <laughs> bro, like, you don't, we don't, you don't got to be that dark. No. Drake's got some, I don't know, a weird yeah. palette of creation. He's got some other shows out there. Uh, oh, he's, he produces that show on Netflix. Uh, called Top Man. He has a obsession. He's a weird guy. Yeah. I feel like I want to be like friends with him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'd, I'd be friends with Drake. Yeah, we we all would yeah. be. But he just seems like I don't know. Drake. He's got some, he's got some weird vices. <laughs> he <laughs> Drake seems very much what the internet memes make him out to be. Yeah. And Every time I see him, like, like a live, like a video of him, like doing something online, I'm like, yo, is he like playing to the memes, or is this like, yeah, actually him? I, it's like what happens when you win at life, and there's <laughs> just you can do whatever you want now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like whatever you want to do, you can do that thing. Absolutely, and you're gonna be fine. He can take the chances. Yeah, I kind of wish, um, and he puts out music. It's not to say that he doesn't, but. It's good music. It's yeah, good, no, good. it's good. I love Drake. I'm a big fan of his music, yeah. but I kind of wish he would just get back to that. Just doing music. Just yeah, I fully always, engulfed. I really hate it when art, and this is selfish, but I really hate it when musicians get so big. And busy. That like, it just becomes too much. Uh, the weekend is that way for me. I would probably have yeah. classified like the weekend as like, you know, one of my top three favorite artists of all time. Like mm-hmm. I was big on the weekend. I remember like, when the trilogy came out. Yeah. Like, that was like oh, House of Balloons. Yeah. Like, like yeah. so, and that's like what I still listen to a lot of that stuff to these day, to, like to this day. Not that I don't listen to his new stuff, but now like I don't. Do you follow him on social media at all? It's like I see it. It's too much. It's too much, man. I He's like, understand. It's like Cirque du Soleil is his tour. It's just wa- everything's so wild and big. When he was running around with the, like the broken nose and like the ace bandages around his head, yeah. And the, I just was like, if I don't know if I want to be a celebrity if this is what happens. Well, <laughs> you I feel just like get wasn't crazy. that like wasn't that during like the whole like. George Floyd thing like wasn't he trying to make a statement about like brutality no and whatnot I, I think no that idea. was like his his way of bringing his way attention to of like bringing some attention to, to that. people getting killed by police is you run around okay all right I think that that's what <laughs> I think that that's what it was about maybe I don't oh uh, yeah all right <sighs> it kind of was all during that time frame I feel like he's Canadian too right he is yeah hmm. he is Canadian Shout out to Canada if we have any fans from Canada. We don't. We have someone from Chile who listens, but... Really? Yeah. Shout out to Chile. Yeah, dude. That's dope. Yeah. It is pretty cool. Chile is... South America? But I'm sure they won't listen again. They hate us, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I need artists. I love it when they just kind of stay in their lane. That's my preferred, my preferred method of, I don't know, career development just stick to what uh stick to what we love but it's not
that's how it goes. Qu- quick point. I love your shirt, by the way. Thank you. Um, hey. I mean, while we're just in the pop culture kind of like a pop culture box. Yeah, we ran out of TV shows and movies to talk about, so. I mean, we got all kinds of shit. I mean, whatever. We could we could be lazy and, like, pull out our phones, but, like, fuck it. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, Britney was just released from her, cons- cons- how do you say it? Con- her conservatorship. Conservatorship, yeah. Yeah, this was a few weeks ago, I think, at this point. In time. And I just learned today, actually, and it's, that's the, the world works in a funny way like that, that I learned that also Amanda Bynes yeah. is in the same shit. Yeah, I think there's actually more people in it than you think. Why? So, it's <sighs> a great question. Uh, Are they that off their rocker from being famous kids? I that- think that if you make a lot of money... I think you are susceptible to um, not so great people in your life. Like I think that all of those things get amplified. So I think in the case of like Britney Spears, she had some people in her life who were not as interested maybe in her, um, you know, in her doing better Mm. necessarily or her getting help. Or they were, I think, more in it for their own gain. And I think when you have that, especially when it's a family member um, or somebody that's close to you, I think it can be manipulated in a pretty outrageous way. Okay. So I think that I think it's more common than you think. Somebody that's that's just crazy to think. Somebody that who's like on the younger side, um, child star, lot of money, lot of uh, access. All of a sudden, they have some issues with substance abuse or mental health or whatever the case may be. And then family members step in and they feel like they could be, you know, a better better governor of finances and, uh, you know, whatever, you know, that's great. Uh, health and et cetera. So I think that, uh, you know, unfortunately in like in Brittany's case, um, it probably wasn't a stretch to get there. Like there was probably a lot of things that she had done in the public eye Poor that could be man. used as evidence against her, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, you can't say that there weren't some questionable moments. So that was probably used against her ultimately um, by the people in her life to, you know, place her in that. I'm sure Amanda Bynes is in the same situation. That's just crazy. To and me. yeah, I mean, while we're here, I don't know. It see, is this what is what this is what we got to do. Like, we got to talk it out. We got to talk through it, right? We yeah. got to talk through not having something to talk about because now it brings me to Britney Spears. <laughs> no, I watched the Kanye trilogy documentary on Netflix. Oh my bro. god, I've not watched that. But okay, I'm not really. On the Kanye hype train these days. Okay. I'm a little far removed from it, if I'm being honest. Okay. This is going to, this is an interesting, this is going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah, let's go. Um, we're literally at, a, at an hour, so. Really? Yeah. I don't feel like we talked about shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nobody will be listening at this stage um, an hour in, so let's hurry up and All get right. to Kanye. So, uh, 
Kanye, we are, we all know what's going on with with him right now, and his divorce is very public. <clears throat> And Kim Kardashian, of course. I'd wager that nobody knows what's going on with Kanye right Really? Now. Okay. All right. Well, that too. All right. Um, so there was also a, a three-part documentary that was put out on uh, him, mm-hmm. which started as a documentary about his first album. And mm-hmm. it's narrated, directed, and all of the footage is shot by... Uh, his friend Cootie yeah. and Chike. And he's involved in the documentary. Yes. 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 It's not like he's not, yeah, it's not like a. Right. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he approved it. Kanye was like, I'm not allowing this to come out until I approve it. Which basically means he was involved. Yeah. Big, yeah. yeah. So um, it's, as a, as a, I was a, I was a big Kanye fan back in the day. Yeah, we all were. Yeah, right. Um, I feel like he was kind of the archetype for a lot of the artists that we got now that allowed themselves to be vulnerable in their expressions, especially like young black men just saying like, I don't have to be of the Jay-Z archetype. Mm-hmm. I can be of the yeah. the Kanye and yep. still be cool, yep. right? Yep. So that was, and he birthed like, you know, a lot of like the Kid Cuddies and the Travis yeah. Scotts. He and, forged a path. Yeah, for the sure. Drakes, like, you know, like he forged a path for those guys. And the, the documentary kind of goes into his road of trying to be a successful person. And, mm-hmm. and that is like, it's so dope to kind of like, we have, I think I've said the word nostalgia about five times, but if you were a fan of hip hop, like, like during that time yeah. of like the college dropout, s- seeing, which is, it's a great, um, it is a kind of a a lesson into why he acts the way he does today. Interesting, okay. because watching this documentary is he never. It's like he never started acting like this. He always acted like this, mm. right? It just was amplified with him now being a billionaire, right? He was, he always was kind okay. of left field okay. and exaggerated and passionate and boisterous. And yeah, but don't you feel as if we've kind of jumped the shark a little bit? <laughs> like, don't you think that things are a little beyond that? I don't disagree oh, with any of those yeah, sentiments. Yeah, yeah, I completely sure. agree. He always was somebody who, you know, went to the beat of his own drum, yeah. if you will. But I would argue that the last several months or even years, he has crossed a threshold of concern, in my opinion. I would say that probably people in his life, and I have no knowledge of Kanye beyond what's in social media and the papers and tabloids or internet or whatever. But the people even around him seem to also feel the same way. It's yes. hard to imagine Kim Kardashian going from the, you know, f- several children with him and being married yes. to him and all these mm-hmm. things and then going to now and she's making claims that he's obviously not well. You know, well. It seems as if 
He's clearly not well. Seems like he's... I don't think he's ever yeah, been well. he's kind of... And I think... Descending here. He's clearly in a point in his life where he's having some type of manic episode, but I think the difference of now versus then was he had to be able to appease the people he needed, right? In order to get where he's going. Sure. And now he doesn't have to appease anyone to get anything done. Yeah. He can literally fund himself. Sure. I mean, you can go into Towson Mall and pick out 20 teenagers wearing his sneakers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's just ridiculous. Like his stuff is everywhere from music to sneakers to clothes, the homeless clothes. And like, it's just. The stakes were much higher when he was younger. Yeah. It's not the case anymore. And now he doesn't have to, you know, listen to anyone or he's. It sucks, man. It sucks seeing people you used to idolize uh, get to a point of what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the best way I could describe. Yeah, and there's you know, what is going it's really wrong. Unfortunate. With you? Mental health obviously is like oh, a major yeah. piece um, of you know of, of of I think his experience, as I would argue, is probably for Britney Spears as well. Yeah. Like. There's definitely like a fall from grace that has occurred. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's just lack of talent or creativity or skill or any of that. Like, I think that there's obviously something going something, on. Yeah. Something, something more is going on. And it's I, I, beyond. I, I credit Kim Kardashian because she has been a class act during all of this. You know, like celebrities are celebrities and you can feel how you feel about people. But, you know, she's just been like, you got to chill. <laughs> she hasn't came out and said yeah, anything crazy. Yeah, she's protected crazy. the kids quite a yeah, bit. I think that's really like, her main focus. I don't know if she's always like, you know, I don't know. I think she comes out and she can have some some pretty terrible hot takes. But uh, I think yeah. she's very concerned about the kids and their exposure. I think she has experience with that from the you know, whole, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the tape. You know. yeah. No, not oh, not, not, the not, not the tape. Um, the whole OJ trial. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, she yeah. has exposure to going to through how being, those types yeah. of like dramatic like dynamics at a young age can impact a child. Like I think she would have exposure to that. So I think she probably wants to protect her children from again different like situations. Right. But I think she understands what. Like society, like what media in po- like what culture can do to kids in those environments where there's like got to keep the tons, kids safe, tons yeah. of drama and whatnot. So I think she's probably which is focused on that. And which I, I know can we, I know we got to go. Which, but this is a great segue. Did you watch the um, OJ show? What was it called? The the world? What is it? Oh, uh, true crime. True crime. American yeah. true crime. Story? American crime. American crime story. It was the first Gosh, one. There's a couple yeah. of them. Yeah, OJ was one. Um, Somebody else. Oh, Miami. Um, Bill Clinton, the designer. No, no, no. Bill, no. Bill Clinton was the third one. The third one. Yes. Vers- Versace. Yeah. Was Whew. the second one. Oh, We're God. pulling strings today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to thanks to 
Sagamore Spirit Rock. It's getting us through. I did watch that. Um, I love those. That's a great series from Ryan Murphy, same guy that does American Horror Story. Um, American Horror Story. We talked about it. Yeah. Fell off quite a bit for me, but got into aliens and then it got um, weird. The first half, and this is where the show goes totally off the, <laughs> off the rails. The first half of the last season of American Horror Story was great. The vampire portion. And then the alien portion was like absolutely insane. I don't know what was going on there. But the first half of that season I thought was pretty solid. Because we did a show. We, we reviewed a season, didn't we? No, Something. no, no, no. We talked about it. Maybe we talked about doing it, but we never did it. Hmm. We talked about the chick who's always in them. We talked about Sarah Paulson. Yeah, and I couldn't remember her name. And she's in something else we talked about. Ratchet. Ratchet was that, that what it was called? What the Netflix show? I don't know. She played a very similar character in a Netflix series. Hmm. I think it was called Ratchet. I could be. Hmm. Wrong. I don't have my phone on me, so I can't look it up. Um, Sarah Paulson. But that's her name, yes. But there was an episode in season one where I couldn't remember her name, and he, every time Josh was like. Sarah Paulson. <laughs> but, um, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? I don't uh, know something we were reviewing. But, um, in, yeah. Yeah. Maybe she was in glass. Was that what it was? Glass. She, glass. she was in glass. That's what it was. There you go. Boom. That, Full circle. That's where it is. God we damn. have run the gamut. Yes. All right. <clears throat> that's enough. That's an hour and 10. So <sighs> no one's listening anymore. So you think so? <laughs> let's, uh, Let's call this one and we'll pick back up. All right. All right.